We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone to MBKI's um, Must Be Kingdom international ministries my brother's keepers hallelujah ministry god bless you my god my god it's been a day today y'all how many of you know god is in control amen hallelujah 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 glory be to god you know when you begin hallelujah to move and you begin to receive things from the lord the wisdom of god hallelujah that the enemy comes every which way to try to distract you and try to deter you, to try to pull you down, to try to get you into that old place of feeling. Hallelujah. How many of you know that the enemy comes after your emotions? Hallelujah. But I thank God, hallelujah, that I listen to my spirit. And the spirit of the Lord says, hallelujah, that I will fight your battle. So I'm just going to sit back Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we're going to have a jolly good time as we go over demonstrating wisdom. Glory be to God. Are you with me? Yes, Lord. Glory be to God. We are going to go to the place. Hallelujah. To the place. Hallelujah. Behind the veil. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord, we're going to go behind the veil. Yes, Lord, see things that no man has ever saw before. Hallelujah. That secret place. Hallelujah. Go into your chamber with me now. Hallelujah. Find that place. Hallelujah. Oh, clear your minds and your hearts. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going somewhere, people. Glory be to God. Come with me. Come with me. Hallelujah. To that secret place in God. I want to be where you are, that's where I want to go, oh, in that higher place, that's where I want to be, in that secret place, call the whole I want to be taken I want to be taken To that high 
Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Christ, we thank you, Lord. We ask, Father, that you take us to that hiding place, that secret place in you, Father God. Prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, Father God, that we may receive what it is that you have for us today. Father, we've come hungry. Father, we're sitting at the table waiting for the main course to be served, Father God. Oh, Lord, open us up, Father. Open us up that we may receive. Open us up and activate, Father God, those things that are within us, Lord. Hallelujah. That we may be able to do, hallelujah, what it is that you have called for us to do. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Again, welcome to Must Be Kingdom International Ministries. Hallelujah. My brother's keepers. Hallelujah. Men's ministry. And hallelujah. There are women that are on the line. Glory be to God. And that's okay. You know why? Hallelujah. Because this is going to help you to understand the type of man that you want. Hallelujah. We're going over the measures of a man. Hallelujah. How many of you know that it's not a bank account? Hallelujah. It's not the size of his private parts. It's not uh, his, his job that makes him a man. It's the character, the characteristics. Amen. When you go for a job, they ask you, what qualifications do you have for this job? Amen. Well, what qualifications do we as men have to call ourselves men? Hallelujah. There are qualifications. Hallelujah. And a mature man is a leader. Amen. He's a leader in his home. He's a leader in his community. He's a leader at his job. And guess what? Leaders of the church need to be qualified. Amen. Hallelujah. So women, this is for you as well. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to go over the weekly uh, service times and meeting times that we come together. Amen. On Wednesdays, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. Amen. On Fridays, we have Beta Mentoring. Now, this is a, a special line. This is for those up-and-coming leaders, amen, that need a platform to exercise their gifts. How many of you know that once you get the confidence within yourself to know within yourself that you got this, God has given this to you, and you feel comfortable in it, that you will take it outside and begin to move in it. But you need a place, amen? So hallelujah, through God, he's allowed us to provide that place through beta mentoring. And that also is at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday mornings, we have Hour of Power. This is with my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter, amen. It's noonday prayer here for us in the Pacific Standard Time Zone. It's 2 p.m. Central Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern. Now, this has a different number, so go grab a pen and pencil, pen and paper, amen. Hallelujah. This is the Women's Ministries line, amen. So that number is 727-731-4401. Again, 727 727- Seven three one four four zero one. Glory be to God. And on Sundays we have again my brothers keepers. Amen. Our men's ministry six p.m. Pacific, eight uh, p.m. Central, nine p. 
p.m. Eastern. And I want to thank each and every person that is joining on today. Those, hallelujah, in the states, outside of the states, and everywhere in between. God bless you. I want to thank God for being the head of my life. Hallelujah. Without him, where would I be? Amen. Glory be to God. I want to thank God for my wife. Hallelujah. Who builds me up when I'm down. Hallelujah. Who rides the wave when I'm rolling on it. Hallelujah. She's my ride or die, and I thank God for her. Amen. Hallelujah. And all the apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, hallelujah, overseers, deacons, uh, mothers, hallelujah, uh, janitors, everybody. I just want to say thank you, and it's an honor, hallelujah, to have you on the line with us today. Glory be to God. How many of you know, hallelujah, that we need God to go anywhere? Where would we go without God? He is the key of all things. Where would we go without the Lord?
Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I just want to thank again each and every person. Hallelujah. That has come on. Hallelujah. Tonight we're on part five of a measure of a man. And as I stated earlier, hallelujah, there's many women on the line that I see, uh, some spiritual daughters, some that have been invited. Hallelujah. We have some people from out of the country. Glory be to God. Welcome. Hallelujah. And I just want to say this, women, this is for you. This is for you. Hallelujah. It's, it's necessary that women understand what characteristics, qualifications a leader, a mature man should have. These things aren't taught to us. We, we, we basically see our fathers. We see our mothers. We see things on television. We see all this stuff. Hallelujah. But none of it really tells us what a mature man looks like. It doesn't tell us. And then as we are being led by leaders, we don't even know if they're a mature man. It's not by age. It's not by the knowledge you have. It's by your character, characteristics. Amen. Do you qualify to call yourself a mature man? Tonight, we're going to be going over demonstrating wisdom. If you can turn with me, to 1 Timothy chapter 3, and we're going to read our opening scriptures, verse 1 through 7. Amen. Glory be to God. And again, welcome. I honor each and every one of you that have come and joined us on tonight. I'll try to make this real quick. I know on the Eastern Standard Time, it's late and everyone uh, has to go to work tomorrow. Those that are working, God bless you. Hallelujah. Uh, but this is uh, this message, uh, this series needs to go out to men in this season because, as I say, it's time to grow up. We as men need to grow up. Hallelujah. So as we apply these characteristics into our life that we get each week, we have the ability to learn what it takes to be a true man of God, a true leader our home, a true uh, uh, manager that doesn't uh, uh, allow his emotions to get in the way, but is able to uh, guide his department in a way that it should be, and that is by the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible reads in 1 Timothy 3, starting at verse 1, this is a true saying, if a man desires the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. Now, I want to stop right there real quick. It's talking about the office of a bishop. Hallelujah. It's talking about the office of a bishop. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I just had a, uh, a good friend just tell me that they can't hear me. Um, let me see. I'm going to see if I can adjust this. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I hope that you're able to hear me better now. Hallelujah. If this is better, hallelujah, just send me a message there, uh, Rebecca, and I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know so because it's important. The enemy does not want this message to go out. I've been hit with all kinds of things within the last 15 minutes before coming on this show. Amen. 
and just just lets me know that there's something in this show that God does not want people to get. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I haven't heard from my friend here, Rebecca, so I guess everything is good. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. So it reads, uh, back to the reading at hand. This is a true saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. Amen. Hallelujah. A bishop must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, nor striker, not greedy or a filthy, filthy liqueur, but patient, not a brawler, not covets, ones that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with gravity. For if a man knows not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them with which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Father, we thank you for this word, so it is blessed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray. Move me behind the cross. Allow this vessel to be filled with your spirit. Hallelujah. To move in power and to move in might. We give you all the honor and all the glory, Father God, for you are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Demonstrating wisdom. Demonstrating wisdom. Hallelujah. It says to us in the book of Proverbs in verse 16, it tells us a little bit about wisdom, but it uses a different word. It doesn't use the word wisdom. It uses the word prudent. Prudent. It says, the wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Amen. So we're going to be looking tonight at the word prudent. Amen. The word prudent. Hallelujah. If you turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. Amen. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. And it reads, For I say, through the grace given me unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt every man the measure of faith, the measure of faith. Hallelujah. This scripture explains what Paul had in mind when he used the word prudent to describe maturity in this letter that he wrote to Rome. See, Paul was 
concerned that we have a proper view of ourselves in relation to God and to other Christians. Amen. And to other Christians, if we read verse four through eight uh, of the book of Romans, we'll see that he says, for as we have many members in one body and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Our ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he hath teacheth on teaching. Amen. Hallelujah. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that soweth mercy with cheerfulness. Amen. So evidently, some believers, hallelujah, some believers in Rome and Corinth had an overly exalted view of their position in the body of Christ. How many of you know of individuals that think that they are the greatest prophet? They are a bag of chips and, and all this, that, and the third. I mean, they, they can't be touched. You know, you can't talk to them. They walk with their heads up like they the best. You, you know those type of people that I'm talking about. Amen. Hallelujah. These were the type of people that Paul was talking to. It's like, man, check. we are all a part of the same body. It doesn't matter if you're a larger part of the body. You're all a part. It doesn't matter if you're a smaller part of the body. We are all needed. We are all needed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. See, some thought they were gods, a special gift to the church. Oh, I know a few of them. Hallelujah. Thought they they are a special gift. There's none like me. I'm the, I'm the, yes, no. Hallelujah. No. Go with me to Romans uh, 12. We're going to go down to 10. Hallelujah. Because we need to really understand some things. I want to teach y'all a little bit about demonstrating wisdom. Men of God, we must demonstrate. See, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to be about it. We can talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Amen. We can, we can, we can sound so uh, 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 educated. Amen. Hallelujah. But what are you demonstrating? What's your walk like? I see what your talk's like, but I'm watching your walk and your talk and everything in between. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. It says in verse 10 of Romans 12, hallelujah, it says, be kindly affectionate. Uh-oh. That's a foreign word to most folks, affectionate. One to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Hallelujah. So what is he saying? He's saying that we're supposed to love one another despite if we got a difference, we're still supposed to love one another. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You see, when you have friends that stand by you and 
defends you when you're not around, that's a brother. But when you got so friends that talk about you when you're not around, that ain't really a brother. Come on now. I'm trying to teach y'all something here. Amen. Demonstrating wisdom. That's what we're talking about on tonight. Glory be to God. Rather than putting each other down, they do this, put people down to build themselves up. Y'all know them type of people? You know, they, 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 they put people down to build themselves up. Amen? Put people down to build themselves up. Paul talked to Titus pertaining to something like this. Amen? He talked to Titus. Hallelujah. Because Titus had, had, had some, some things going on. Hallelujah. In the church that he was over. Let's go to Titus and see what Titus is talking about. Titus chapter 2. And let's look at verse 2 and we'll read down to 6. Amen. Titus chapter 2. Hallelujah. We're going to look at verse 2 and we're going to read down verse 6. Hallelujah. See, within these four verses, Paul instructed Titus to exhort, to lift up, to edify older men, older women, younger women, younger men, to be sensible and prudent wisdom. Amen. Here we go. Verse 2. That the aged men, let's go to verse 1. Let's, let's start at verse 1. But speaketh though the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and in patience. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false, uh, accursed, uh, not given too much wine, teachers of good Things, amen, that they may teach the young women to be sober, uh, to love their husbands, to love their children. Verse 5, to be discreet, chaste, keepers uh, at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not, hallelujah, blasphemy, blasphemy, blasphemy. Young men likewise exhort, exhort to be sober minded, to be sober minded. So what is he saying here? He's telling Titus that we are not to put people down, to lift people up. We're to lift up the the, the old. We're to lift up the young. We're to lift people up. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. Can you lift somebody up that's talking about you? Can you lift someone up that is not a friend, but a foe? Can you do this? Amen? What did, what did Jesus do? He said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's lifting them up. That's saving their life. He's asking God not to kill them. They don't know what they're doing. Hallelujah. See, a lot of times in our anger, we really don't know what we're doing. Amen? Because we don't understand the consequences of our actions in the midst of the anger. See, when you're wise, you don't react. You respond. What is response? Response is you take a deep breath. You listen to your spirit 
not your emotions. And you let the Holy Ghost direct you. But see, what we do outside of wisdom is we get a feeling and we go 1,000 on that feeling, 1,000, like that. And then we got to come back around and look at ourselves and say, why did I say that? Why did I do that? You know, are you a person that says sorry at least 20 times a week? Maybe you need to check if you're reacting or if you're responding. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Recognizing prudence. So, so, so this is, these are qualities, okay, of recognizing wisdom. See, a wise person, somebody that's prudent, is humble. Somebody that is, 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 is wise and uh, uh, prudence, they, 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 they're grateful. Hallelujah. And, 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 and they're prayerful. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. See, these are some of the qualities of prudency, of wisdom. Hallelujah. See, a prudent man is a humble man. He has a proper view of himself. And he's keenly aware of one basic thing. One basic thing. What's that one basic thing? Well, I'm glad you asked. All that he has and is, is from God. He takes no no, 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 no credit. And what I mean by credit is like, you know, all, you know, this, the, the, everything that I got in this house, I worked for. No, everything in this house was given to you by God for being a blessing from doing, thus says the Lord. God say work and, you know, worker, a uh, 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 workman is, is uh, uh, worthy of his, his, his uh, 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 hiring. If I could, I, I may be wrong there. Forgive me if I am. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But, as you do, you receive. Give, you receive. So, hallelujah, he is humble. He knows that God is the giver of all good things. He's humble. All that he has is from God. Without God, he could not speak. He couldn't write. He couldn't walk. He couldn't make decisions. He can't even breathe. He understands this. How many of y'all understand that it's God that gives you the ability to suck in the air that you just sucked in to keep your body going. How many of you know that it's God that gives you the ability to keep your eyes to where you can see? Amen. God can take it away just as fast as he's giving it to you. It's God. But what we do is we take it for granted. Oh, well, you know, well, I ain't going to do this today. I'll do it tomorrow when I wake up. Nobody said you're going to wake up tomorrow. Did God tell you you're going to wake up tomorrow? You better live today like it's your last day. Because, see, if we live today like it's... Let me ask you a question. Here, look at this. If a doctor said you have 24 hours to live, you have 24 hours to live, would you live the way that you live this day today, the way you did? What would you do different? then why don't you live your life that way every single 
day. Because, see, what you'll discover is don't nothing matter but God. You'll probably run to them people that you done had ox with and try to make up with them and, and tell them you love them. Your people, that, that, your family members that, 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 that you just despise, you, you be making up, you be doing all this stuff. Because you got 24 hours to live. That's my proof right there. See, we take advantage of what God has given us so freely. Amen. Are you humble? Are you prideful? Mm. My God. My God. Mm-hmm. See, 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 a prudent man, a humble man, he understands and practices what Paul wrote to the Philippians. Turn to chapter 2. Of Philippians, and we're going to look at verse 3 and 4, chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 of Philippians. Amen. Let's go over there and see what they're talking about. Amen. Glory be to God. I hope I'm helping somebody out there. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Here we go. Philippians, chapter 2 and verse 3 reads, let nothing be done through strife, but in Loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than ourselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Amen. So, what is he saying? He's saying, man, don't be. You know, talking about all your, what you got in this and that and the third, it ain't yours in the first place. When you die, you ain't taking it. The only thing you taking is you. Amen? So esteem other people on the things that the other people got. And let them esteem you upon what you got. But don't esteem yourself. Amen? Glory be to God. You know, you see them people that just like talk about themselves. You know, you know, I did this and I did that. And I did this. You know, I did that and I did this. And I did this and I did that and I did this and I did this and I did this. Man, well, can 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 somebody can somebody esteem you? Can you can you leave some room for somebody to say, hey, that's a great thing that you did, but you done already told everybody what you done did, so I guess we ain't got to say nothing. Let people. Praise you. Don't praise yourself. Come on now. There's no room for pride. God despises pride. People, it's time to let pride go. Humble yourself before the Lord. Walk in prudency. Humility. Amen. Recognizing prudence. Here's another characteristic. Gratitude. Gratitude. A prudent man also has a proper view of the grace of God. He realizes that he is lost without the Lord. And that all of his human abilities and achievements are useless. In winning any favor with God. So do you feel like your achievements in life, oh, I, 
I've gone to school. I got my PhD in divinity, and I uh, I've gone to seminary school, and I'm 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 teaching, hallelujah, uh, leaders how to be in all this. Your achievements they're useless to winning any favor with God. Hallelujah. Your abilities I'm a I can prophesy. I can. I can. Uh, 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 I can interpret dreams. I can. I, 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 I've healed so many people and all of this stuff. You know, I, I, I was a janitor. Now I'm, I'm an executive in the office. You know, I, 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 I. You know, none of that stuff is going to win you any favor. It ain't gonna win nothing. Mm-hmm. Turn with me. See, Paul talks about this. Paul understood uh, that uh, Father is his bondless love, and his bondless love sent his only begotten Son to die for humanity. See, God, turn to Romans, turn to Romans uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 8. Let, let, let Paul talk to you. Romans chapter 5 and 8. Amen? 5 and 8. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 5 and 8. Here we go. But God commandeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died for us. While we were yet partying, slipping, and dipping, and doing all the stuff, he died for us. He died for humanity. It wasn't when we were good. It was when we were bad. So that should let us know that it don't matter what it is that we are doing. Favor ain't fair. But it's real. Amen. Favor ain't fair, but it's real. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Are you willing to give up all of your human accomplishments? For the sake of the Lord, everything that you have accomplished in life, just throwing it, throwing it away, forgetting about it. It don't matter. Not even moving in it, not doing it. You know, if you got a Ph.D. and, 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 and you know, you're running something big, just letting it go. For Christ, are, are you willing to do something like that? Are you willing to do something like that? Amen. We're talking about gratitude. Are we grateful? Are we grateful for the sacrifice that Christ did for us? Amen. There's nothing that we can do. It just is. Many people are trying to work their way. This week we in a we in a new a new covenant. It ain't about work. Hey, no, 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 no. It's not about work. Hallelujah. Turn with me to uh, go to Philippians chapter three. It, 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 Paul, Paul gave up everything. He gave up all of his accomplishments. He gave them up as laws for the sake of Christ. And we should do the same thing. Being grateful. You know, some of us hold on to too many, to, to worldly things too tight. 
and, and the thing we need to be holding on to, we ain't even paying attention to. And that's Jesus. Amen? Philippians 3, chapter 5. We're going to read down to verse 7. <clears throat> Amen? Let's go to verse 4. Let's start in verse 4 so we can get the full understanding. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, for any other man thinketh that he hath whereof his might trust in his faith. He say, I more circumcised in eight days of the stock of Israel. Now, he's talking about himself from the birth and all down. Let's check this out. He said, I was circumcised the eighth day. He said, I'm from the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee. That's weird. He, he was a Pharisee. Amen. Glory be to God. So he's giving you his portfolio. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Glory be to God. He says, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me? Those counted lost for Christ. Everything that was counted gain to him, he gave it all up for Christ. Here, let me show you another one. The Lord walked the sands, and he came upon a fishing boat, and there were two brothers in the boat, and he said, follow me. Now, these fishermen were fishermen. They had a business. They were making money. But you know what they did? They put down the net. They left their daddy, and they followed. Amen? What have you put down? What have you sacrificed? What have you given up and have called the gain as lost for Christ? Come on now. What is it? Amen. See, see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. See, sometimes you may not be the one that gives something up. God may make you give it up. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife, we had to give up a whole house, a whole townhouse, two cars, a Harley Davidson, and, 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 and what else? And a van. A hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because I was wrongfully accused of something in a whole different state and was expedited. Amen. And everything that we had was no longer. I had to give it up. Amen. But I couldn't see at the time. But see, the oil had to come out of the olive. The oil had to come out. You see, when you're called for a purpose... You're going to go through some hell. Amen. And you got to count those things that, 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 that maybe was something to you. Oh, I love riding my bike on those sunny days and letting the wind just blow. You know, we had, had nice things. But you know what? God gave us some things back, even nicer than what we had. Ain't gave me my Harley back yet, but he's going to give it back. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I love you, Lord. Ah, Canada, So, <clears throat> hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to give up the accomplishments? Those accomplishments. Hallelujah. And count them as loss. Give them up for Christ. I think I put a post out and I said, what have you sacrificed? That means something to you. For Christ. I haven't really gotten any responses. I, I, got, I got one. You know, people don't like hearing about the truth. They don't they don't like the truth too much. But, you know, that's okay. That's okay because it's only going to be the truth that's going to set you free. <laughs> You're going to like the truth. <laughs> it's the only thing that's going to set you free. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen, people. Paul also disciplined and taught to live a godly life. By God's grace. He taught Titus. He was teaching Titus how to live a life by God's grace. Are you living a life by God's grace? Or are you living a life by your uh, 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 self-centered desires and wants? And and, and, and and things of nature. Amen. Amen. Let's see what Paul was talking to Titus about. Go to Titus uh, chapter 2 and verse 11. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. Amen. Glory be to God. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. Yes, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Here we go. All right. Verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to men. Verse 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Hmm. See, this 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 is what Paul was disciplined in, and he was passing on to his spiritual son Titus. How many of you have leaders that are teaching you to deny ungodliness and worldly lust? You see, because there's many of us that are grabbing a hold of worldly lust and desiring ungodliness. Not to say we want to, but we is. And then there are leaders, hallelujah, that know that we have grabbing a hold of worldly lust, but they ain't saying nothing. Hmm. I think we need to check their qualifications. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Teach people to deny ungodliness. This is what a leader, men, this is what we do. Men, you're a leader of your home. As your wife is, 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 is grabbing a hold of worldly lust or ungodliness, it's your job as a leader to pull her coattail, your son, your daughter. Hallelujah. The house, you the head, you have a responsibility. You are going to have to stand before your maker and explain to him why your house was out of order. 
or hear him say, well done, my faithful servant, because you kept your house in order. Amen. I don't know which one you are. Hallelujah. But I'm working as hard as I can to be that son that he will say, good job, good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Last qualification here as we're looking at prudence, prudence, wisdom. Hallelujah. What we're talking about today, hallelujah, glory be to God, is demonstrating wisdom. Are we demonstrating wisdom in our walk? Or is it something that we just talk? Because some things we have to do. We can't just say. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to walk this thing out, people. We got to walk it out. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about being prayerful. Being prayerful. A prudent man knows how to pray in the will of God. A prudent man knows how to pray in the will of God. What God is desiring, not what he desires, but what God desires. Amen. Men of God, are you praying in the will of God in your home? Are you praying in the will of God, hallelujah, leaders, for your ministry? Are you praying in the will of God, hallelujah, for your your team at work? Hallelujah. Do you know, hallelujah, that there's nothing, we can't do nothing without God? We can't, come on, man. God is all over the place. God is everywhere. He sees everything, and he's wanting us to draw on him, hallelujah, his way. Let, let me tell you something. When I was growing up, I wasn't the smartest apple. And I would say that, you know, I, 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 I wanted to be wise. I wanted to have wisdom. I wanted to be smart. You see, hallelujah. But see, I didn't realize that this desire that I had within me was the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of this world. But you know what I did? I went and got the wisdom of the world. But I needed the wisdom of the world. Hallelujah. Because God was going to use that wisdom of the world and give me his wisdom to where I could sit and do what I'm doing today. My God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Ooh, that was hot off the press. Y'all, God, just dropped that one to me. My God, my God, my God. Listen to this. Let's go to First Peter, hallelujah, chapter 4 and verse 7. First Peter, chapter 4 and verse 7. Glory, hallelujah. I thank you for that one, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God, my God. If y'all ain't getting nothing out of this, my God, I'm getting a whole bunch out of it. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you missed something, let me tell you real quick. If you missed something, you want to listen to this again, hallelujah, go to our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash M-B-K-I. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash M-B-K-I. Glory be, hallelujah to God. Amen. That was a station break. Now, back to our show. <laughs> All right, First Peter, first chapter 4. In verse 7. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
All right. It reads, but the end of all things is at hand. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Mmm. Mmm, my God. Now, let me share. I need to share something with y'all. You know, this is what the Spirit of the Lord gave me uh, last week before this election and all this craziness. He said, tell my people to watch and pray. Watch and pray. Amen. Because there's going to be some fishy stuff going on. Hallelujah. And we need to pray. Hallelujah. We don't need to get caught up in all the gossip and all the rigmarole and this and that and the third. God's in control. Hallelujah. So all we need to do is watch and pray. Amen. You see, a wise man knows how to pray in the will of God. Because God has a man of God, a man that he wants on that throne of presidency of the United States. Now, whether it's Biden, whether it's Trump, hey, y'all, you know, whatever. Let God speak to your heart. Amen. Let God speak to your heart, whoever it may be. But whoever it may be that God wants there, that's his will. So we ought to pray for the will of God to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So it don't matter whoever sits on that throne of presidency of the United States, because that's God's will. And if you got something uh, against it, take it up with God. Don't be looting and tearing up stuff around the town. Crazy. What's wrong with y'all? Amen. Hallelujah. An attitude of pride and an accurate view of God's grace leads to bad judgment and immature thinking in our prayer lives. An attitude of pride and an incorrect view of God's grace leads to a bad judgment and immature thinking in our prayer life. You get that? You get that? You see, pride and the wrong view of God's grace can mess you up. Your, 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 your prayer life, it messes your prayer life up because your thinking's mixed up. Your judgment's mixed up. You're moving not in a mature state, but an immature state. So in an immature state, how many of you know a kid that's 12 years old, hallelujah, doing some manly things? He's going to mess it up because he doesn't have the maturity to do it the right way. Let me ask you, men, are you calling in the will of God? Are you calling in the will of self? Hmm. Mm -hmm. A prudent man goes to his knees in humbleness, in humbleness and prayerful or 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 ordain or <laughs> no in prayerful ordaining. And then rises to a new level of righteousness and holy living. Boy, I tell you, man, my chicken scratch, I can barely read that chicken scratch. Amen. Adorn. That's what I, adorson. That's what I was trying to say there. And then rises to a new level of righteousness and holy living. So it said you go to your knees one way and you come up another way. 
When you go to your knees, men, do you come up another way? When you go to your knees confused, do you come up in peace? When you go to your knees in anger, do you come back up in love? When you go to your knees, hallelujah, do you come up the same way? Calling in the will of God for your life. Calling in the will of God for your home. Calling in the will of God. Hallelujah. See, a prudent man, hallelujah, knows how to do that. And why? Because he has the right outlook upon the grace of God. Amen. He has the right outlook upon the grace of God. Amen. And he doesn't move in pride. He moves in humility. Glory be to God. We're almost done, people. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Meekness. Is not weakness. Oh, boy, I'm telling you, weakness, hallelujah, is not, excuse me, weakness is not meekness. Amen? Meekness is not weakness. So being meek doesn't mean you're weak. You know, walking away from something don't mean you're punk. It just means you're wise. You're prudent. You know, why mess up your pretty face and fighting somebody over something stupid? Walk away. Let them call you whatever they want to call you. Chump, chicken, whatever. whatever. Amen? Because that's what Jesus would do. He'd walk away. And then he'd go pray for him. The Bible says that God will fight your battles. You ain't got to fight nothing. Just love the person. Love the hell out of them. I got a few people I'm loving the hell out of. Amen? Glory be to God. I think I'm 50% there. Ah, amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Having a correct perspective regarding our place in God's family does not mean we should be withdrawn or inhibited. It doesn't mean we should lack self-confidence and be burdened with the sense of worthlessness. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. You know, there's a lot of people that feel like I got to I gotta live a low life. I got to I gotta live. No. They got the wrong understanding of meekness. They need to really study the word to show thyself approved and bring their life up from the neck up so they can get a check up. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen. Hmm. Where are we going to go with this one? Where are we going to go, Lord? Uh-huh. Timothy felt intimidated by those who opposed God's work. He felt intimidated. You remember, Timothy was, was kind of young. Amen? So he felt intimidated by these older folks that opposed God's work. These, these, these non-believers. Amen? My God. Now, this lets us let us it lets us know that uh, we should never be ashamed either of the Lord or the Lord's servant. We should never be ashamed. You see, why was Timothy intimidated? Why was he intimidated? Let's go to Second uh, Timothy verse one and eight. Second Timothy verse one and eight. Let's find out why he was intimidated. Amen. See. All right. All right. Here we go. Verse 8. 
Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. Amen? Hallelujah. But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. The afflictions, the pain, the things that you may have to go through for the gospel. There's more than there's people that have died for the gospel. If you look in the book of Acts, it talks about Peter uh, 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 being on the stairs and teaching, hallelujah, and the, and the guards coming to get him and beating him up and throwing him in jail. And they would worship because they got beat up for the gospel. For Jesus, it was a, it was an honor to them. But today we don't want to get beat up. We don't want nobody to talk to us crazy. I ain't gonna say nothing to that dude because that dude may sock me. That's a gang member. He may shoot me. I ain't gonna tell him he need to stop doing. Come on, man. Do you believe in your God, the one that protects you, the one that provides for you, the one that can wipe a person out with a with a breath, faith, walk in boldness as a lion. Hallelujah. Let's do this. Let's go up to let's go to verse verse seven where he talks a little bit about uh 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 that we should never be ashamed either of the Lord or his servants. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, hmm, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Wisdom, 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 power, love, and wisdom. Know when to do, what to do, at the right time to do, with the power to do, from the love within you. Amen? Glory be to God. Well, Paul wrote to Timothy applies to all of us as Christians. We should never be ashamed or intimidated. Never. If we are truly prudent, we'll recognize that we are unworthy to be called children of God and members of the family of God. People feel like that they deserve to be. How do you figure you deserve to be? You a sinner, only saved by the grace and mercy of God. It's an honor. It's an honor. See, some people question Paul's apostleship as well as his motives. You can write this down real quick. I'm going to try to speed this up so that y'all on the East Coast can uh, get to bed and get your rest. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Listen, write down 2 Corinthians 5 and 13. Now, they were questioning Paul's apostleship. He said this. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. So what he's saying here is this. So if we be radicals for Christ, or whether we be sober or use wisdom, that's for you. See, we got to use wisdom for you, because if we come to you the wrong way, you might 
kind of act crazy. But when it comes to God, oh, we radical. Are you radical? Are you radical? Amen. Are you radical? Mm-hmm. What Paul was saying was this. Go to verse 12. It kind of explains a little bit of what Paul was saying. He said, for we command not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Appearance and not in heart. How many of you know individuals that just say, uh, yeah, glory to God, jumping up and down, and they doing their dance, and it appears that they're giving God glory, but their heart is in a whole different place. But their heart is in a whole different place. That's what he's talking about there. Modeling prudence today. Modeling prudence today. Earlier, we noted that the Apostle Paul instructed Titus to urge the young men to be sensible or prudent. Paul then described in greater detail what he meant in verse uh, 2 of Titus, in verse 7 and 8. And I'm going to read that real quick, Titus, hallelujah, 2, verse 7 and 8. Glory be to God, hallelujah. He says this, he says, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good work, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, and sincerity. Verse 8, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. See, my God, some biblical truths can be taught with words alone. I mean, you can speak it and People can get it and run with it. But some things must be taught by both instruction and example. In fact, without modeling, some words are meaningless. Prudent is one of these words. You cannot just talk about being wise to an individual. You got to walk this thing out. So my question to you is, if you are calling yourself a wise individual, are you showing it in your walk, or is it just a bunch of talk? Because if it's a bunch of talk, it's worthless. It's meaningless. Ha, This is what he's speaking of in Titus. Amen? This is why Paul told Titus not only to teach young men to be prudent, but also to demonstrate this quality in your own life. How many of you are demonstrating? The quality of wisdom in your life. Today, men, we need real life examples. We don't need words. We don't need people telling us to be wise or how to be wise. We need to see men be wise. Are you willing to be one of those men? Are you willing to be one of those men? If you're telling yourself, well, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how to be wise. What are you talking about? Be wise. I, I, you know, I mean, there's, there's wisdom of the earth, and many of us have a lot of that. But we're talking about godly wisdom. In James chapter 1 and verse 5, if you don't know how to get it, James will tell you. James will tell you. 
Let's go to James real quick. Let let James talk to you. James chapter 1 and verse 5. James will tell you. He says this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So what do you do? You ask God. He says this. God giveth all men liberally. It don't matter if you're a millionaire or bum. He's going to give it to you if you ask. And unbridleth not, and it shall be given him. So if you lack wisdom, ask God. Believe in what you ask for. Believe it. Believe it. God will give it to you. God will give it to you. I want to read it from a different version. It says this. If any of you need wisdom, ask God for it. He is ready. To give it to everyone. He's waiting for you to ask. And he never says that it is wrong to ask. God will give that wisdom to you. He'll give it to you. Just ask. So as you ask God for wisdom, you're going to be approached by things that's going to take wisdom. That's how God works. See, when you ask for something, it don't come to what you assume. He's going to make you work for it. So if you ask God for wisdom, he's going to put things before you that's going to take wisdom. And this is how you're going to grow what is already in you. And that's godly wisdom. Just follow his spirit. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give praise and honor and thanks to you for this powerful word upon potency. Hallelujah. Father, right now I stand in the gap for each and every person. Within the sound of my voice, those that are listening to podcasts, hallelujah, those that are signing, signed in right now, those that will listen tomorrow, next week, next month, even next year, hallelujah. I pray right now, Father God, and I ask on their behalf, Lord, give them wisdom. I ask now, Father God, for heavenly wisdom to fall upon each and every individual. We all are dealing with a situation, a circumstance. Some of us may be between two decisions. Some of us may be walking in confusion. Hallelujah. Give us, hallelujah, wisdom to know what to do, not by our will, Lord, but by your will. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We magnify you and we glorify you. We thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For loving us enough to teach us Hallelujah. How to walk in this thing called prudency. In the name of Jesus the Messiah, we pray. Amen and amen. People of God, I thank you for joining us tonight. Hallelujah. If you have any prayer requests, please go to our website. Hallelujah. At mbkiministries.com. Hallelujah. Go to the contact page and put in your request or send it via inbox on Facebook. Hallelujah. If you want to listen to the last four messages upon the measures of a man, hallelujah, subscribe to our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash MBKI. All of our messages are on there. I hope that you are blessed by them. One of the things that we say after every episode, walk by faith, not by sight. 
God bless you. We love you. See you soon.